Okay, guys. So today we're going to talk about one of the most important topics in stoicism, and we will try to keep it short because you know our our episodes are becoming very long, like twenty minutes around that, and we don't want you to. I mean, we want you to stick around until that time, but you know, it's not really that good, or it's not really that convenient to listen to something for twenty minutes. Okay, so today we're going to talk about how to be unoffendable, and it's it's something that Stoicism is very good at, you know, instructing their followers. So we're going to write start start right away by Epictetus. Okay, and Epictetus is. Someone who whom Marcus Aurelius read. So we're going to actually focus on something that Marcus Aurelius wrote in his book Eleven Passages in a very long epigram. He writes, and uh, there are eleven sub passages. So we're not going to read each of them. Of course, I'm going to you know just contemplate them and you know s- s- you know then say you the step by step method by which you can be. You know, unoffendable. Okay, so the basic, uh, you know, tenet of Stoicism. One, one of the basic tenets of Stoicism is put forward by Epictetus, and he says, "It's not things that upset us; it's our judgments about things." Okay, and that is a line that you should remember all the time, all the time, really. And this is something that's very practical, very useful. I mean, okay, so if you know about Depression, anxiety, and even OCD, obsessive compulsion disorder, they are treated by therapies such as REBT or CBD, cognitive behavioral therapy. And the foundation of CBD and REBT is Stoicism and ancient philosophy. Okay, so that's how you know how much more practical Stoicism and ancient philosophy is. Okay. And it's it's something that is something very much prevailing in today's era. Okay, with with the self help, you know, pop culture. Okay, so we're going to we know now what Epictetus said. Like, whatever anything says, whatever anyone says is objective. That's the objective world. We, we that's external to us. We have no control over that. But what we do control is what we think of it. It's like you know, in the self-help, you you hear this thing called the story that you tell yourself all the time. Okay, the story that you tell yourself is actually the judgments, the opinions that you form about an objective thing, about the objective reality, and uh, you form the opinions by such such as you know, someone says you're ugly. Okay, and now that statement. You're ugly. Has no power to hurt you. Has no power to demean you. But rather, what demeans you, what makes you feel insecure, what makes you feel depressed, or you know, at sometimes anxious, and at, you know, if if this this kind of behavior can make someone antisocial, like they they can, if if this is repeated enough times over the course of life of a person. He can, he or she can be agoraphobic, and that's not a picnic. It really hurts when you're antisocial, right? You cannot, you cannot, you cannot get yourself out of your room, and but you want to because as humans, our instincts are to be social, to be connected. Okay, so 
Epictetus said, it's the objective reality. It has no power within itself. It has no inherent power to hurt you in any way internally. Okay? And what actually hurt you are the opinions, are the judgments that you make about it. And that, that that's fairly understandable because if someone says you're ugly, as I said, it's not that that statement which hurts you, it's your judgment that that statement is a bad thing, that person is a bad person. Those judgments and opinions are what you know, drive the emotions of insecurity and the emotion of alienation uh, within you. And uh, if you can control the process of forming that opinion and forming that judgment, then you can far more be more in control of you know being offended than normally okay now with that we go in on to marcus aurelius so he says 10 things or 10 or more things i guess but i'll say the most important ones okay so the first step is when someone says you, as i said the first step is from epictetus you you tell yourself that that person that statement what he said has no power to demean you has no power to make you feel anything okay because that's external to you and yeah you will have the power to respond to that stimuli in a very you know it, it, you have control over how to reply to that and that this is the basis of again logotherapy by Viktor frankl okay so now you realize that that that's the first step the second step is you ask who is that person who said that well you can say you know he's harry he's robin anything but you know beyond anything he's first a human he's first a human right and that's indisputable right and you're a human too that's indisputable okay now the thing is we know it is very clear that humans are social animals we live for each other and that's literally that's literally us i mean we can't live without each other you depend on another person in one or another way right and you know as they say no man is an island and that's true no man can live on his own we are social animals we are a group of you know a totally global human culture a global human society that has evolved over time and this is not a new story i mean when our ancestors were in savannah and the okay you know if we if we follow darwinian theory that you know the very basic instinct of a human being or of any organism is survival okay and our ancestors find out that the one, one of the best ways to survive is to form groups, is to form tribes, okay? And that worked back then. And this also works in the modern world after a long, long time, like millions of years ago, millions of years after, all right? And this is something indisputable. I mean, humans are social animals. And when you realize that humans are social animals, you humble down, you don't really worry about that much. Because if he's a human and if you're a human, what matters? I mean, does, does it really matter if 
what he says you know should hurt you because you yourself are a human and we exist for one another okay and the next important thing is you ask yourself whatever anyone says has to be either one of two things it has to be right it has to be wrong okay now if you analyze it and you get the result that what he says is totally wrong well if he is wrong then what's there to worry i mean if he is really wrong okay then you realize that he's not really doing that intentionally but he just doesn't know anything better okay and that's ignorance well much of evil that happens in the world is not because people really want to do the evil things well sometimes people really want to do the evil things but most of the times it's just clear ignorance because people most of the times don't know how to act people don't know anything better i mean why do you think um, most college students you know waste their time partying well it's not something i would call evil but why do they do that because they don't know anything better i would say say that because you know if the person who knows that he can achieve a lot of things by working hard and by working on his things then why would he spend you know like all day all night you know partying and you know just wasting time he would not right people who know better can actually manifest that in their actions okay so that's the second thing and then when you when you analyze and get that what he's saying is right well if it's right then there's not no reason to take it personally i mean why would you take it personally i mean you should really thank that person for saying that you know and so that you know you can you can know that this is something that you lack for for example if someone says you know you're doing this in a wrong way and it's really the fact that you're doing it in a wrong doing it in a wrong way well then you you don't ha- you have no reason to take it personally but rather you should thank him that you know thanks for you know noticing this out so that now i can improve now you know what where you're wrong and you can improve okay that's the third thing now you know now the fourth thing is that again as as the for as the second thing we said you're a human they are humans and being human means making mistakes like yeah like there's no one who's you know totally perfect like we don't have a stoic so we want to you know memory you know remind ourselves that we're humans they're humans we're not perfect they're not perfect they make mistakes and we have to endure them because they're humans and if what would you expect if you did the mistake to you know to so that the person in front of you would you know freak out and you know scold you or anything like that but rather they would how about if they be calm and you know show you your mistake and so that you would not do that again so you have to do that to them too right so when someone says something you have to realize that they're human humans they make mistakes and you would also very likely make mistakes and you have made mistakes so the best you can do is endure them 
and you know be rational and tell you tell them where they're wrong and this next thing is about it's more like the momentum already counted it's like what's the point of being angry what's the point of being pissed off by something that anyone says you're going to die everyone's going to die the person who is saying you saying to saying this to you is all is also going to die you have no option for that until now i suppose but yeah you're going to die and that is not a and that's a natural thing so what are you going to do you're going to die after you know being inhuman to the person who was ignorantly inhuman but at least you know how to act right you know how to react to this person without you know blasting all out okay so that's it i mean you have to realize that you're going to die everyone's going to die what's the point what's the point of being angry what's the point of being being deceitful to someone else okay now the next concept uh, is like how much more worse are the act are the results of anger and vexation than the thing itself so it's like you happen to be in a situation in a fight and things escalate and you know things didn't really are going the way you want them to go but now you're angry now you're agitated and now you're acting out of anger the thing is nearly every single time when you're acting out of those emotions you're actually worsening things than making them any better okay so here's what marcus is trying to say he's like you know see guy you know you're actually messing up things by you know doing them out of anger what you can do is instead be rational anger is pointless okay so the this one is important this is the ninth one okay it's, i guess it's the ninth he says kindness kindness is invincible if only it is honest not fawning or insincere what can the most aggressive do if you keep persistently being kind and as occasion offers gently remonstrate and seize the moment when he is bent on mischief and try for trying quietly to convert him to a better frame of mind so he's like guy what 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 can stop you from being kind what the hell can stop you from being gentle towards being benevolent like what can the most aggressive person do if he persistently keep on being kind he can kill you i don't think so well if he is the stakes are really that high of course you're going to self protect i mean see this is kind of misconception of anger is like that you don't you know you don't fight or you don't you know protect protect yourself nah but the thing is it's not that we we're not going to take aggressive action we're going to take that but the thing is we're not going to base the actions out of emotions 
the actions should not should not emerge out of emotions the actions should emerge from rationality so that you're in control okay so here's here's what he says he says be kind make sure and the most aggressive person cannot cannot really stop you from being kind because it's something that you control okay what you do is be persistently kind and gently offer to change his frame of mind change his you know point of view and try to you know enlighten him in some sense okay and you know you say like he says not so my son we are made for other ends you cannot you cannot hurt me you you hurt yourself my son okay that's what he says i mean of course you're not going to say that what you're going to say is you cannot hurt me neither can i hurt you the only person we are hurting when we're trying to hurt others is us really that's the you know the the thing that rebounds us right you're trying to you know trying to hurt someone else but what you're actually hurting is yourself okay and these are the nine things and he says another thing is like the last one he says not to expect worthless to do wrong is idiocy idiocy is asking an impossibility to allow them to wrong others and to claim exception for yourself is graceless and tyrannical okay he is like saying what else is the pointlessly worthless person going to do to you you know be kind be rational you know help you out now that's what he's going to do he's going to offend you he, because he doesn't know any better as i said you know he is ignorant of better things and his character is formed in that way that his best instinct or his best unconscious response is offense okay and you should expect that you should know that you should know that this is the kind of person who he is and this is what he is going to do so there's no point in complaining why do people be have to be so unkind or you know or or, or unsense insincere but because that's what they are that's what their personalities are okay and and that's impossible like you know not expecting a murderer to murder is of course impossibility right that's what his character is that's what he's you know his nature is i mean not inherently but what he has composed himself into okay so and again he says to allow others to do wrong to other, i mean to allow them to do wrong to others like you say okay fine if they you know if they act wrongly towards others but not to me well that's graceless and tyrannical he says because why should not they also act wrongly towards you because if they're really ignorant they're going to act wrongly towards everyone okay and uh, so it's like you know you this this is like the cynical premeditation laurel right he says you expect what naturally happens naturally 
mischievous naturally mischievous and ignorant people are going to be deceitful are going to be are going to betray are going to you know talk badly to you that's what you should expect beforehand and when you expect you you're you're not going to you're not going to be surprised when it happens and when you're not surprised you're not going to act more emotionally you're going to act more rationally and that's the goal of everything it's not that we're going to stop our emotions or we're going to suppress it altogether but rather what we're trying to do is we're trying to be more rational in our in our in our actions in our thoughts so that you know we act in a more kind manner and again elsewhere marco says like and i'm going to end this with that with this thought like it's not manly or masculine in some sense to be more you know strong or aggressive or you know like hateful in nature that's not manly that's not masculine real masculinity comes from real strength comes from calmness the closer a man comes to calmness the closer he is to strength see you next time